Hello, it's still Advent and we're still making room for the Saviour. And a couple of days out from Christmas, I want to take you today to two passages of Scripture for your devotion. The first is in John chapter 1, an incredibly famous one. But I want to tie it into another one in Hebrews chapter 4 that talks about the same theme. And then we'll use those two passages of Scripture to celebrate and rejoice over this blending or merging of fully God and fully man. You'll see what I mean. John chapter 1 verse 14 says, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Uh, We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. I especially want to emphasize the very beginning of that uh, verse, and that's the idea of God becoming clothed in humanity. There is something very unique about that. Uh, Many religions around the world uh, try to teach man to become godlike. And much of the Old Testament tries to get God to put his laws and his ways in our hearts. And neither were effective. Instead, God takes on our humanity. He does what is possible for him and impossible for us, and then teaches us how to take on our spirituality or our faith through Jesus. This idea is echoed in Hebrews chapter 4 in a very powerful way. Verse 14, I'm reading from the NIV. It says this, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold to the faith uh, that we have professed. Uh, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. Let us then approach the throne of God, the God of uh, the God. Let us therefore approach God's throne of grace. There we go. With confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. See how truth and, and mercy, grace uh, uh, is in both and see how this idea of uh, a high priest, uh, a, a spiritual uh, a leader who is uh, um, fully man and fully God can empathize with our weaknesses. The point I wanted to make is that it is possible uh, and, and even God's desire for us to, in the midst of our weakness, still be spiritual and still be saved, and still be steady, and still be strong. We're not expected to shed the the weakness of humanity while we live here on earth. We do that when we're in heaven. While we're here, that wrestle between the desires of the spirit and the desires of the mind continue. And yet it is possible to be at peace with God, at peace with yourself, and at peace with your purpose. I think that is a remarkable thing. Imagine a God who created the universe needing to, to, to become as vulnerable as a baby uh, and, and still God all at the same time. And you might be infant in some areas of your spiritual life and infant in some areas of the principles of the faith, and yet still fully formed as, as, a, as a saved saint. And I know that's such a contradiction to your headspace, but I wanted to encourage you that you lack nothing. It's merely a matter of growing into it. And I think that was the point. That was the point of Christ's arrival and marking time and at the age of 12, well, at the age of eight days doing this and 12 doing that and at 30 doing the following and so forth. You know, uh, you'll grow into it. And so... Uh, This passage of scripture reminds us that 
we have an open heaven uh, and we can approach the throne of grace. We have a savior who has an open heart, a God who is open-hearted towards us. There are no barriers. He'll never blue tick you and he'll never uh, um, silent treatment you because his heart is open towards you. And we have a redeemer with open hands, uh, ready to welcome and receive because the Bible tells us that we should have confidence and hold on unswervingly to the faith that we profess because we have a high priest who gets it, who gets us. And I think it's a remarkable thing that, uh, that uh, we, we spend all our lives uh, trying to understand God, only to also recognize and appreciate that God fully gets us. And th- that means we haven't anything to prove. I, I love this this journey that it represents, this maturing that it represents. And I love the idea that when I get to Christmas and we arrive at this great event, Advent, I'm reminded that it all starts small in my heart and I grow into it. And wherever I am in my growing journey, I'm grateful that I have a father who uh, empathizes. Hmm. My English has left me today. Who empathizes with my weakness and doesn't and doesn't judge me, instead invites me into the throne of grace. And so today I, I wanted to acknowledge an open heaven, open heart and open hands from a heavenly father. So with that in mind, we're going to pray, pray. And I trust that you'll take a moment to share this, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, keeps growing every week. And um, also to invite somebody to church. Hey, can I tell you a story about that uh, before we pray? I met a man in the parking lot on Sunday. I, I know him well. I don't wish to, to embarrass him in any way. Um, and he said, um, I haven't been to church, George, in two years. Um, and last Sunday or the Sunday before, I commented during the message uh, that maybe you, you should just be used of the Lord and make a phone call. And he said his daughter heard that and she doesn't live in a city with a father's house, but she watches online. And she phoned him straight after the service and said, Dad, when's the last time you've been in church? And he said, oh, not in two years. And she said, will you make a commitment to go to church this Sunday? And, um, and he said, I'm here because I'm, I made that commitment. My daughter phoned me this morning to make sure I'd be here. And I, I do think that there is something about that, isn't there? There's something about the fact that this is a team sport, that this is, there is this idea, you know, Jesus sent everybody out two by two. There's a reason for that. We're not always good on our own um, on some things. And so I invite you to do that. Okay, uh, let's pray. Uh, I'm inviting my husband and ex-wife and daughter to church. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, invite them all. Jesus is for everybody. Let's pray. Good morning, Lynette in Plett. Father, thank you so much for your word. It reminds us that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Oh, that's wonderful that the gospel uh, could be fleshed out and locate itself in our world with all its weaknesses and all its inferiorities and all its failings. And yet, with all the love and the joy and the emotion of of life, thank you, Lord, that we'll grow into it. Thank you, Lord, that there is an open heaven, a Father with an open heart and a kingdom with open hands. And we acknowledge and celebrate that today in Jesus' name. Amen.